Hey friends, welcome back to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. I want to talk with you today about how we can find joy whenever we are really going through a struggle or a challenge in life, specifically relating to parenting our neurodiverse children, a child that has a special need, anything like that. When we're really feeling like we're in the middle of a trying time or a struggle for them or just in life, let's just talk about how can we still find joy in the middle of that. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently able children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Hey friends, I hope you're doing well. If you are a fellow special needs mama who is looking to switch to a more holistic lifestyle and also or possibly look at starting some kind of homesteading or growing your own garden, I would love to hear from you. I am currently doing some market research calls. This will be no sales or anything like that. I just want 15 to 20 minutes of your time so that I can get to know you better and how I can best serve you. As a thank you as well, I will give you a $10 gift card just to thank you for your time. And I just want to say spots are limited. So if you are interested, please reach out to me as soon as possible. I am going to leave the link to my email address and the links to my social media accounts below in the show notes. So if you are interested in doing one of these market research calls just to help me out, I would so appreciate it. And I would love to have you contact me. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode. Okay, mamas, I have been here so many times where it just feels like it's one thing after another and you just feel like you are at the end of your rope. You feel like you cannot handle another struggle, another rough day, another challenging situation, whatever it is. I've had children who, you know, we've worked really hard to help them. Specifically, I have a child with pandas and that is an autoimmune response to strep with my specific child. And I, we've worked so hard, we've seen great progress and then we've had something happen and they've regressed. And whenever the child regresses, it can be very challenging for the child and very sad because they, they're really struggling, very stressful. And a lot of times in those moments, I have felt feelings of despair. I have felt feelings of frustration and then just helplessness because I know my child is struggling and I don't know what to do to help them. And so I want to talk with you today about how do we find joy in those moments? How do we find joy whenever we have a child who is chronically struggling with a health condition that, like I said, you feel like you're just sitting watching them struggle and you've done everything you know to do. I have friends who they do everything they know to do and their child is still struggling and they don't know what else to do. How do we find joy in those moments? As mamas, we love our kids. We want them to be well. We want them to thrive. And sometimes that is just not reality. It doesn't mean that it never will be reality, but it's not the reality we're living in right now. And I just want to talk very honestly about 
my process of really getting to that point of being able to just be happy, not happy, but to be peaceful in those moments. And I do want to say that this is definitely something that is a process. And it's something that, you know, you'll think that you've really arrived at mastering how to find joy, even in the struggles, and then more things come your way and you find yourself right back in the same place. So I have, I I just want to share, not to say that I have mastered this, but to share with you the tools that I have found to be helpful for me whenever I'm in those moments of struggling and of really needing some help to be able to get that right mindset and that right heart set. And I just don't know how to do it. And so this has been years of me learning and growing. And I just want to share with you what helps me, not that I have arrived, because I definitely have not. First, I want to say that the foundation of this for me has been that I have had to really take a look at what do I believe about God and what do I believe God believes about me? So do I feel like God is punishing me? Do I feel like he's an angry, punitive God? Do I feel like there is a reason that he's causing me to suffer? What is it that I believe? Or do I believe that he is loving? That while this may be hard and it may be a struggle, that he desires to grow me and my children and our family through this struggle. I think that if we cannot get to the root of what it is we believe about God, because really, at the end of the day, we know that God is controlling our situation. He has power over our situation. So if what we are believing about God is that he is angry with us or he is out to get us or that he is punishing us for something, I think it's going to be very hard to come out of that place of stress and struggle and come into a place of peace and joy because we have to understand and believe in our hearts that he actually is just in the process of growing us to be like his son. And while yes, sometimes that means difficult things come to us. But we know that it is for our good. It is not because he desires to punish us. And also, we understand that he's doing it from a heart of love. Just like whenever our children are growing and learning and, you know, maybe they start to do something that would not be beneficial for them. Then we come alongside them and we teach them and we nurture them and show them what would be better for them to do, what would be more beneficial for them. That's exactly what our Heavenly Father is doing for us. But if we are coming at it without even realizing it, maybe really kind of rooted deep down in your subconscious, you have this belief that God is angry, that he is angry at you, that he does not love you. And so I think you have to be very honest. And I think that sometimes we believe that we think God is good and loving. But if we pray and we really ask the Lord to reveal to us what we truly believe we might find that that might not actually be true. So I think taking some time to really be intentional about praying and asking the Lord to show you if you have any false beliefs about him and how can you really get to the root of that and tackle that. Because we can try all of these different things to manage our stress and to rewire our brain. And while I think that is extremely essential, if we cannot understand and actually accept a biblical view of God and his thoughts towards us, then I think we're going to constantly struggle. So I want to say that first and foremost, and just kind of giving that to you for you to really pray through and figure out what is going on for you in that area. And then after that, I have just four tips that I have found to be very helpful. And the first one is just practicing gratitude daily. I've shared before, my husband and I do a daily meeting 
part of that daily meeting is that we list three things that we are grateful for. I find that's very beneficial in just keeping that space of gratitude and of really taking time at the end of the day to reflect about things that we do have to be thankful for. I also think that praying and asking the Lord to shift our focus to the good and to bring the good things that are in our life to mind is very beneficial because a lot of times when we are in the middle of a struggle or a challenging time, all of our focus and all of our thoughts are consumed with that. And so if we can really shift our focus to not ignore the challenge, but to all instead focus more on the good, focus more on the blessings, focus more on even in the middle of the struggle, what are the good things that the Lord is doing? What is he teaching you? Is he teaching you more patience? Is he teaching you more kindness? Is he showing you knowledge about an area of health or a different skill that you could use that could help yourself or your child? There are so many good things that can come out of these challenging times. And I say that because I've had many of them and I've looked back and realized maybe there was a skill or a area of knowledge or a character quality that the Lord was growing in me that I didn't recognize at the time. So if we can really come at it from a place of gratitude daily, I think that that is so helpful in just shifting our hearts to focus more on the good that God is doing instead of sitting in that place of feeling frustrated. Okay, so number two for me would be that we are actually making time for ourselves in the middle of these trying seasons. More times than not, especially if your child is really struggling, we tend to make less time for ourselves. And really what we need to do is make sure that we are being very intentional to actually make time for ourselves. And that's the opposite of what we actually feel like we need to do. So I think even if you can just pray about it, figure out what is the top priority that you need every single day. Is it a 20 minute hot bath? Is it Like I've mentioned in a previous episode, 10 minutes outside in the garden. Is it a 15-minute walk outside? I highly encourage getting out in nature. It's just good for your mental health. It's good for your brain, all of it. But whatever that top priority for you is, figure out what that is, even if it's 5 to 15 minutes a day, and make sure you're making that happen because you need to kind of prevent yourself from getting to that point of burnout And that point of just completely losing it. And I think that if you're not taking time to care for yourself, the likelihood that you are going to get to that point and the likelihood that you are going to stay in a negative mindset for longer is significantly higher whenever we are not caring for ourselves. And I say this with all love because I have done this so many times and my husband has had to tell me honestly time and time again, you need to make time for yourself. And over the years, I've gotten so much better about that. But there were years where I just felt like I had too much responsibility in order to do that. Like I had too much to take care of. My kids needed me. I needed to take care of the house. There was just too much to do. And there was not enough time for me to make time for myself. And I have just had to learn through the years that even if it's a small amount of time, it's something that I do have to do. It's a necessity. And so figure out what is that one thing every single day that you need and make sure You're talking with your spouse, whoever is going to help you to make that happen, and you're making it happen. Number three would be to get to the root of those mindset issues and those stories that we are telling ourselves. Now, this can be, like I mentioned earlier, this could be what we believe about God. This could also be what we believe about our situation. Do we believe it's always going to be this way? Are we telling ourselves it's never going to get better? Are we telling ourselves that it's a it's a situation of despair And it's a situation that's going to constantly cause stress. What is it that you're telling yourself about the situation that is actually just making the situation feel more overwhelming and more stressful? Is there something 
very specific that you're saying is, of course, going to depend on your situation. If you have a child with a chronic health issue, if you have a child who is struggling with outbursts, with behavioral struggles, it, it's really going to depend on whatever it is you feel like you're dealing with. But I would really sit down and say, what is the thing that I'm telling myself about this situation? And is it helping me and motivating me to do something about it and to move in a positive direction? Or is it causing me to sit in feelings of despair and to sit and feel stuck? And then decide what is it that you would rather tell yourself about that situation. And then number four would be that I do think to some degree, while we are always looking to improve our lives, I think that we also have to understand that acceptance of the fact that our lives may look different than those around us, instead of constantly feeling like we have to try to fit in, constantly feeling like we have to try to fight against it, or to make our life look like those around us, I think that that can add a lot more stress. And if we can really just settle into and embrace the life that the Lord has given us, while also understanding that there's constantly room for healing, for growth, for progress, but there is nothing wrong with the life that the Lord has given us. And while it does look different, different isn't bad and different can actually be beautiful. So just accepting that instead of constantly fighting against it. And then like I had kind of shared about your thoughts and what are those stories you're telling yourself, decide instead, decide in advance, what do I actually want to believe about my life? What do I actually want to believe about this situation that the Lord is walking us through right now? And then set out every day to remind yourself of that and set out every day to live that reality, to live the reality of my life is different, but it is still blessed. And the Lord is working in me and through me in this situation. And how can I live that that out every single day? How can I choose to embrace the life he's given me to do it with joy? And this can be in a moment when a child is really struggling. Instead of you getting these feelings of maybe self-pity, of overwhelm, what have you decided to stop and to say, no, instead I choose to find the good. I choose to look for the joy and I choose to accept what the Lord has given me and ask him to show me what I need to do, and what he wants me to learn from this situation. And the wonderful thing about the Lord is that he will. He always shows up. He always guides us and directs us when we are willing to go to him and to ask him what it is that we need to do. He just wants us to humble ourselves and to submit to him and to bring it to him. And then he's willing to guide us and direct us. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I know this can be so challenging. And like I said, this is something that's, it's a journey. It's a process. We have times where we're doing really well with it. And then we have times where we are really struggling. And so just being honest about the fact that we all struggle with this. We all have these times where we feel despair, where we feel hopeless. And how can we be honest about that with ourselves, with others, get into community with other people who can encourage us in the Lord and lift us up in prayer and really walk through this journey with us. I would love to have you over in our Facebook community where we are growing a community of people who can do that for one another. I will share the link below and I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. 
Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.